Welcome to Real Foot Forward, a West Tennessee podcast from Discovery Park of America in Union City, Tennessee. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Real Foot Lake. Thank you, Alexis. Welcome to Real Foot Forward, a West Tennessee podcast where we explore the history, the people, and the culture of our home here in West Tennessee. I am your host, Scott Williams. Okay, Alexis, as always, before I introduce today's very special guest, what is something you've discovered this week at Discovery Park of America? I actually just learned that where we have our train depot, the was it the the Nashville, Chattanooga, and St. Louis Railroad track? It actually ran right through that place, like where we have it, which is cool. That is very cool. Um, when I first got here, one of the most fascinating things I learned about this whole area is the reason why they have a banana festival in Fulton is because at one point, all the bananas or like a huge percentage of the bananas in the United States were unloaded and reloaded there in Fulton. So they have a banana festival every year. Wow. They have banana pudding, which Thank is goodness. great. I loved um, when I was living in... Um, D.C., they have the Cherry um, Blossom Festival every year. And unfortunately, I'm not a big fan of the taste of cherries. So they had like cherry pie and cherry smelling things. And so when I moved here and they have bananas, I love banana pudding. I love, look, I have a banana sitting on my my desk (laughs) right there right now. So anyway, so uh, speaking of Fulton, um, our guest today is Scott Guyman, owner and general manager of the Fulton Railroaders. Welcome, Scott. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You know, y'all were talking about the banana festival. This past year was the largest festival they've ever had in Fulton. Uh, see, that's insane, isn't it? I love it. I think, I man, I think it should just grow and grow um, because there's nothing else really like it. And it's so unexpected that it would be, you know, up there on the on the line between Tennessee and Kentucky. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun. And, and, and now that people are starting to understand what it's about and all the little things that come in during into the town during that time. It's a great town anyway, but when it lights up for the uh, banana festival, it's something special. Yeah. And, and the proximity here to discovery park, they're a good promotional partner. So, you know, I really love going over there to eat and there's a lot of cool things happening in Fulton. So let's talk about you a little bit. Where uh, did you come from? How'd you grow up? And did you love baseball as a youngster? Well, I did. I've I've uh, I've been in baseball my whole life. Uh, I'm originally from Cairoville, Tennessee, where I went to high school. Uh, had the opportunity to play college baseball at Jackson State uh, before going up to uh, University of Pikeville in Kentucky, and then moved back to Jackson after my playing days. Uh, met my wife, and I've been coaching. Uh, I coach college. I coach at Union University, Lambeth University. Uh, but currently I am the head baseball coach at Westview High School in Mar- here in Martin, Tennessee. Um, the Fulton Railroaders, it's a funny story. I, the way I got started on that is um, F- Fulton is in, we're in a league called the Ohio Valley League. And this league is uh, used to be called the Kitty League. And Union City ha- actually had a team back in the day in that. Um, but it's a, it's, 
college players, you have to be on a college roster anywhere in the country. Uh, they come in for a season of June and July. We put them with host families. Um, we have players from Miami, Seattle, uh, all over California, Wisconsin. So they come from all over the country. But for uh, going now five years, my son was playing college baseball. And so we were looking for a place for him to play in the summer. And turns out he gets hooked up with the Fulton Railroaders, who I had never heard of as close as they were to us in Jackson. I had never heard of them. And I started talking to the then owner, Richard Parham, and asked him about it and where he's going to live and everything. And the more we talked, the more I got excited about it. I ended up coaching that year. So I've coached, uh, I, I coached the Fulton Railroaders four years. Um, this past, at the end of this past year, there was 14 owners at the time, I think, and they all wanted out. And so somebody was going to come in and buy the railroaders, but they were going to move the team to another town. And that, that just crushed me. Uh, Fulton has been such a great town for the railroaders. We're sold out every year for season tickets. Uh, I just hated to see that go. And so I told him I'd buy it and keep them there. And so with help with a few of the older owners, great people in the town, you know, things are coming together. Um, we've got a roster set. We've got everything ready to roll. We're looking for host families. If anybody out there wants to be one, it'll be a, 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 something that they would be extremely excited about. But the reason I'm excited about with you guys is we have so many families that come into town and they keep asking, what, what's there to do here? And it's amazing. Every time they go over to Discovery Park and they come back, they said they had no idea what all everything was about over there. So, you know, it's a, I think it's a good partnership just because of the people that do come in town for the baseball and with Union City being so close, uh, we're looking forward to, you know, maybe putting some stuff together to where our fans, when they come into town, maybe, you know, all go at the same time or whatever. So, you know, we're excited about that commitment there. Yeah, I would, I am, uh, something I want to run by you in a second. I want to back up first. I don't suppose you were related to the Guymans that, uh, were in Parkway Village and went to Southland Baptist Church, um, back in the 60s. That would be Daryl Guyman, Steve Guyman, Stacy Guyman, me. Yep. That's us. Yeah, so yes, we went to church together. Um, wow. So my mom and dad were Bob and Shirley Williams, and uh -huh. you, you know they were very involved in Southland Baptist Church. Um, you know, with the Eversolds and the Smiths, and there you um, go, the Reeds. We lived on Navajo. Yeah, I, I know yeah. exactly where you live. When I saw your name, I was wondering if you were related to Stacy. Um, mm -hmm. We lived on Danville Cove. So there you go. Yeah, you and I came from the same hood. Um, my first, my first roommates, uh, were in, um, uh, what was it? Fox Meadows, Fox Meadows, uh, Steve Smith and Paul Ebersole. I know you probably know them. I do. Um, anyway, you and I could reminisce for a long time later, but, um, that is awesome. I, I thought that might be you. So, um, as part of, you know, talking to you about this, I did a little research and I even already ran this by our exhibits person because I think it's fascinating the whole story um, of the kit league 
You know, and and for folks out there that don't know, it began in 1903. Obviously, I'm going. I'm using a cheat sheet. I didn't memorize all this. Uh, Frank Bassett was a baseball enthusiast in Hopkinsville, Kentucky. He sought out baseball promoters in Kentucky, Tennessee, and Illinois who would be interested in a new professional league. And so it was the Kentucky, Illinois, Tennessee League, KIT, and they formed at a meeting at the Hotel Lucille, Lucille in Madisonville, Kentucky on February 3rd. Um, and the railroaders played in that original league and it came to be known as the Kitty League. So that's right. All kinds of history there. Um, behind the league and um, behind the teams, you know, they came and went. And obviously, as you mentioned, Union City had one. Uh, I saw all kinds of interesting uh, uh, memorabilia and recordings and things related to the history. So, you know, well, you know, you know, the movie uh, League of Their Own about the uh, female baseball team. Yeah. Well, there's a team in Indiana that the Bombers. And they play their games in that same stadium that was filmed, that filmed that movie. And it's, it's so funny because they have a little museum behind the stadium. Uh, but during the game, all their diamond girls wear those pink uniforms. They do a whole skit thing with it. And it's a really neat thing. Um, so we enjoy going up there and playing in that. And then we've added some teams this last past year. We got 12 teams total. But if you ever get a chance to come to Fulton, our stadium looks like a stadium that was built maybe in 1903. I mean, it's just a real old-timey. It's very fan-friendly. We've got covers uh, for sun for the fans with fans going around. Um, it's You would think Babe Ruth played there. And it's just a uh, very unique field. Uh, I don't know on Twitter, you know, they come out every so often with uh, the 30 most fascinating baseball fields. And we're on that list uh, because we have a left field that feels like it's 400 feet. You got a right field that's about 200 feet. Uh, and right behind it is the police station and fire station that's connected. So it's a very unique place. But um, we invite everybody out there that you're if you're in the area to please come and join us. Uh, you really, you'll really enjoy good baseball. Yeah, I think, and that was part of the the thing that really intrigued me um, is the whole idea of the field of dreams kind of thing and the romance behind baseball, and then also just in the efforts to get people out of the house and put their phones down and out of, you know, I know there's like the Savannah bananas, you know, and those, you know, right. all of that's really fascinating to me and how they're kind of rethinking, you know, baseball as entertainment. Um, and then also I'll throw out uh, one of my coworkers here when she knew we were going to talk about this said she always remembered every year there would be a whole flock of new guys that would come to her church because they would be staying with friends, you know, they would be part of the league and they would be staying with the people that went to church. So um, anyway. Well, and, and I'm glad you said that because that's really big to us because we don't just bring any kids in. I mean, we start this roster back in September. And we start piecing it together. And once we get a whole bunch of names, then I start calling around to their coaches. I start wanting to know about them, not just how they are on the field, but how are they off the field? Uh, because, like I said, we, we're we looking for host family. So I want to put the right kid with the right family. Um, and I don't want to go to bed wondering if uh, if they're doing something they're not supposed to do. I'm not here to babysit college kids. So 
you know, that's very important, their character. And we've had some excellent uh, kids come through here in the last four or five years. You know, and if you talk to a host, somebody that's been a host family, there's, you know, there's guys that had played here 10 years ago and they're still in contact with their host family when they were in Fulton. Um, they had young kids at the time. And so they would come out to our, our fields every day and watch this guy play. And now they're still in touch with them. And this, and uh, the guys are watching those young kids grow up to start playing. And it's just a really neat, you know, people think, well, what's a host family? It's too scary to have a guy in there um, that we don't know. And that's one of the reasons we try to do our homework. We want the experience to be great for all people involved. And then um, how many games do you guys play every year? We play uh, 40 games total, and then there's playoffs after that. We go from – we report on Memorial Day Monday, um, and then our first game is uh, that Thursday, I think, this year. And our last game, if we finished winning the whole thing, it would be July 31st. Uh, and, it, you know, in a lot of summer leagues, they go on two or three more weeks in August – uh, our league feels like it's important that these guys get what they need to get in their development, but also have a summer before they go back to school. So this still gives them three to four weeks to, you know, just to be kids and go home and enjoy the summer before they go back to school. We're and then we play a- about, so we got 20, 22 games at home. We're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, I've got a couple more questions. I want to ask you, I'm really intrigued by this. So give us one second and we'll be right back. Lake is a natural wonder, famous for its bald cypress trees, nesting bald eagles, and waterfowl of all kinds. From Realfoot Lake State Park to Lake Isom National Wildlife Refuge, a visit to the area provides a whole world of nature to discover. You'll find year-round hunting, fishing, bird watching, canoeing, kayaking, hiking, and more. To plan your experience, visit realfoottourism.com. I hope you're enjoying the Real Foot Forward podcast from Discovery Park of America. If you are, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a positive review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is your host, Scott Williams, and our guest today is Scott Guyman, owner and general manager of the Fulton Railroaders baseball team. So also, Scott, I was curious um, about the significance of, of the wooden bat. Like you guys play with a wooden bat. What does that mean? Well, um, of course, in college, you, you play with aluminum bats, uh, high school and college. And the wood bat gives scouts um, an opportunity to see these kids play with a bat that they would play if they got drafted in the pros. And it's also a, uh, a very good training for them because – a wood bat only has a small window of area that's they call the sweet spot where aluminum bats got a little bit more. So you get a true feel and uh, about a player and, and what they're able to do uh, with a wood bat, if that makes sense. Yeah. And then you, you mentioned that uh, you guys have scouts that come and do you ever see a player that you just think this is the one, this is, this is the future Babe Ruth. Well, yes, I said, well, we had one in 2019 that got picked up by the Dodgers. And, Scott, he was probably the purest, uh, fundamental, just natural player I've ever coached. 
Uh, he could do it all, run, throw, hit, just everything. Um, unfortunately, he played with the Dodgers for three years and then got hurt. So you never know when that happens. But there, um, we've had another one uh, that from back in 16, I think, that he's actually made it up to the, to the uh, big show. Um, so every once in a while, you get those players. Now, our league is one of the leagues. You've heard of the Cape Cod League, you know, and that's the – biggest of the big um our league tends to get more of the younger freshmen incoming freshmen or maybe red shirt freshmen sophomores so and then they leave us and they'll go up to a, maybe a bigger league and then up to the cape cod if they get to that point so but when when they come to us you know there's guys out there man he's got some stuff um and then about three, four years later, you say, hey, he used to play in our league or, you know, so forth. we had a guy for, uh, that played with the um, Bombers, I think, and that um, was led the nation in hitting at New Mexico State. Um, don't know who he got drafted by, but he's making his way up there. So, you know, there's a lot of good talent that comes through the OVL. So I'm, I'm curious. We talked about the history just a minute ago. Is there a place there or is there somewhere in Fulton that is sort of like a depository or a repository for all these um, artifacts from the past? Or is there some there's a lot of history there. Is there somewhere where this information is uh, being held? You know, I, I know that I was able to pick up a lot of stuff from the uh, Fulton Library Um as far as just the actual league history, uh, I'd have to research that. I'm sure it's in Madisonville or Hopkinsville. You mentioned them earlier. Uh, they've been a part of it from day one. Uh, our, there is a, they are still in the league. Uh, but as far as the Fulton Railroads, that's a very good question. I'd like to know that myself, to be honest with you. Yeah, we'll we'll um, I'll get our archives team to do a little investigation and see what's out there because it'd be fun to put some of that on display um, for a little exhibit for the folks around here and folks who visit. I think would find that fascinating. Um, yeah, we, we yeah. should also have a Fulton Railroaders Day when you get your team when everybody's here and you're looking for. This might be a good place for everybody to come get to know each other a little better. Well, you know that, that uh, Scott Wells is our uh, marketing and uh, sales director. And um, he mentioned that. He says, you know, we always try to find uh, team bonding things to do. And uh, that was one of the things. Of course, we have our own bus and everything. So we could definitely set that up that first week maybe and just get them over there. I know everyone would enjoy it. Yeah, that would be fun. Do do you find that it's that it's more difficult at the beginning when they don't even, some of them don't know each other and then they bond. And then I'm assuming they get to know each other as a team. And uh, by that point, it's been a moving experience for them probably. Well, that's, that's what's so much fun is, uh, and I, and I say this and I know it sounds like I say this every year, but this is the honest truth. Majority of the guys that come here, when they leave, they say this is the most fun they've ever had playing baseball because of that right there. They're meeting guys from all over the country and you, you give them something that's like the, a common thing that they both do in baseball and how quick they come together. Um, and, you know, one person will go to Union City to the movies and you've got 15 of them going. Um it's so much fun watching them. And then the way with social media now, you're, you're finding where they stay connected and they're 
one guy from California will have a great game and then you'll see one of his former teammates that's in Alabama comment on it or something. And so that's always fun to watch how their friendships grow like that. Yeah. You know what? And uh, Alexis does all of our social media and stuff here at Discovery Park. I'm sort of thinking we ought to make sure we give them all memberships for the whole time they're here so they can visit as often as they would like and they can tweet and Alexis can share and retweet and all that kind of stuff that those youngsters today are doing. Well, you know, this year is the first time for this is the first time since I've been here. Fourth of July is a big firework night for us. After the ball game, as soon as the ball game is over, the city puts on a big display. That's on a Tuesday. And so normally we don't have – we're not at home all three days on the weekend. It's usually we're away on a Friday, home on a Saturday, or vice versa. For some reason this year our schedule ended up with we're at home Friday, Saturday, Sunday – then we're off Monday and then Fourth of July Tuesday. So I know for a fact that every one of these kids' families will be here that weekend. That's going to be a huge weekend for us. Yeah, we'll have to do we'll, – we'll, we'll work together to come up with some kind of a cool event so that other people from the community can come in and meet the players and maybe sign autographs and stuff like that. That could be fun. Maybe they could do yeah. a uh, Savannah Bananas uh, – uh, run around and and Alexis can TikTok them. Alexis is a great TikToker. <laughs> I love TikTok. Yeah, let's make it happen. We'll do it. Man, these guys come in with so much personality. Exactly, and I mean that's kind of the Savannah Bananas on TikTok. It's that same kind yeah. of thing. So uh, I'll, I'll put put them in Alexis's hand, and she's going to make superstars of all Certainly. of them. Um, well, thank you so much for talking to us. This has been really interesting, oh, and it's a part of Fulton and, and this whole region that I hadn't really known about. So I can't wait to come watch the games and visit the stadium. Well, um, I hope I hope you can get out there and uh, sit down and watch one with me. And I appreciate y'all getting me on here because, like I said, my wife and I, we come out to Discovery Park and the, the fireworks show, I mean, the uh, – the Christmas light show that y'all put on, man, it's just amazing. So we enjoyed that. And anything that we can do to connect the community is, is we're all for. Thank you so much. And thanks to all of our listeners who've joined Scott, Alexis, Luke, and me today at Discovery Park of America. Our mission here is to inspire children and adults to see beyond. To plan an experience here for you and your entire family, visit discoveryparkofamerica.com.